Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another great, super cool radio interview. I am your host, as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I got an incredible guest joining me at this time. He is the frontman of the Nixons. He's also an incredible musician, producer, and songwriter. Please welcome Zach Malloy. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, it's awesome to have you on the show, and I definitely look forward to chatting with you. Awesome, man. Thanks, Matthew. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I, like I said, I appreciate you taking the time to get the word out about my little band. <laughs> of course, of course. I know uh, kind of like the last half of 2023, Nixon's, uh, you dropped uh, a new single re-recorded version of December. You also have a uh, live album coming out. Uh, it's available for pre-order right now. So I do want to talk about all the great stuff you guys have been working on. Yeah, cool. Um, you, you know, in some ways, I'm, I'm kind of bummed to say 2023 was a little, little bit more of a quiet year. We had The year before, we had actually done the first proper kind of tour since we had reunited with Everclear and Fastball. <clears throat> and um, I will say Dece December came out in December. Um, see what we did there. And um, then we've got two. I just, I just cut guitars, rhythm guitars on a, a brand new song. John just played drums on it last week. And we've got another song that's already mixed and mastered. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna hit uh, 2024, hit the ground running with a couple new songs. So I'm I'm really excited. Oh no, for sure. Uh, and I know we got quite a bit discussed with the upcoming plans for the Nixons. And I know you've been talking about new music for a little bit now. So I'm definitely look forward to hearing about that. But I do want to talk about first. So the um, the re-recorded version of December, as you said, released in December. So like, how did how did that come about? Uh, re-recording December. Well, um, I've told this story before, but um, but basically, I got a random email. Hey, would you want to be a part of a Christmas compilation album with rock bands? Um, I don't think it was called a very grungy Christmas, but it was something like that. Um, probably pretty pretty cheesy, uh, but um, it, it never did that. Never happened, uh, or at least not with us. But it. It got me thinking about the song December and for fans, they'll know that I changed a couple words. I literally changed Valentine to Christmas time. And I talked about a, a star in the Northern sky and, um, and, uh, and um, it became a Christmas song. And then the other part of it was that we were, we re-recorded the music obviously. Um, and it's a little more rocking now. I mean, it's still a ballad, but um but it's uh, it's a little bit more, I don't know, Nixon's, for lack of a better word, or at least what we were in the, in the beginning. All right, on I gotcha. I really enjoy the uh, you know the re-recorded version of it. So I'm like, I'm curious for you having to you know go back like listen to you know the original version of December and then uh, re-record it. it. Was like a different process for you. I mean, it, it really was, Matthew. I mean, I, I got to say, I've been doing this <laughs> my whole adult life, you know, 30 years in the music business. I've written with, you know, every kind of artist. I've had songs on, the, you know, the dance charts, the country charts, the rock charts, the pop charts. Um, but I've never done anything like this. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, you know, amazing, really, um, to go reimagine a song from 20 three years ago um so it was a, it was really fun and a, kind of a cool exercise um 
And again, I didn't change a ton of the lyrics because the song is already called December and it's about snow and fireplace embers and, 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 you know, all those things. So a couple tiny twists lyrically and it, uh, it's a Christmas song. And the cool thing is, is, uh, you know, someone was telling me the other day that uh, that they put together, you know, a playlist every year for Christmas and they just added December to it. And um, yeah, that's pretty neat. You know, we'll, there, there, there we will sit on at least a few people's playlists somewhere between Mariah Carey and Paul McCartney, right? <laughs> hey, that is a solid lineup. Paul McCartney, Mariah Carey, the Nixons. I mean, and good you can't go wrong. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm curious for you, um, will there be any more like uh, re-recorded, reimagined versions of previous Nixon songs? You know, I don't know. Uh, that that was a very purposeful thing. You know, there was a reason for me to do it. Um, I guess if someone were to tell me, you know, pick a song and, and say, you know, could you make this song, you know, a duet, you know, I, something like that, you know, you, you never know what might happen, but, um, but no plans. Uh, that was a, that was a very purposeful thing. As I said before, I'm, I'm, you know, really excited, at least right now, um, kind of juices flowing with this new material, brand new songs, brand new Nixon songs. And I'm going to actually release a, a little solo song as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think the holidays, it, it happens every year, right? To everyone, you know, you, you get to, you take a break and you're ready to hit the, you know, hit the ground, you know, in the, in the new year. So we, we are doing that. Well, I'm, Definitely for as I said, it sounds like you got some uh, great things lined up, also with the Nixons and your uh, solo work as well. Before we get to that, though, I have to cover this. I'm super excited for it. You have a uh, live album coming out, uh, currently available for pre-order, live at the Trees. So, how did that album come about? Well, you know, we've we've sort of I won't say struggled our whole career because I think we've managed to get the energy of what we are live onto our albums. I, I am, I am proud of those, the albums. However, we've always been known for and, and talked about because of our live show. And in large part, because in the nineties, when no one was paying attention, we would do things like late, light the stage on fire, smash a guitar, jump into the crowd, um, which none of that comes across on vinyl. I'm, I'm just realizing, but my point is that the live show, the live show is, has always been our lifeblood. And so we, we, you know, we recorded, we recorded a bunch of shows on that Everclear tour and they, they, they came out okay. Um, but this was a full set, a full 90 minute set, not just a short 30 minute opening set. So we got the recordings back and started talking and, you know, decided, you know what, this sounds pretty badass. Um, and we, you know, had our buddy Todd Pipes, uh, um, who's a great mastering engineer, a master for vinyl, um, Todd of Deep Blue Something. Um, he's working on a an awesome mastering career now, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. So um, with his help, we turned it into a pretty great piece of audio, then realized very quickly that this was going to have to be a double album because, you know, it, it was indeed a full-length 90-minute show. Um, and so, yeah, we did it. Um, and... It, it sounds great. Uh, it is available. Available, I should say, the nixonsofficial.com is our website. Um, go follow us on social media, you know, on Instagram. We're always posting. I just posted a picture of my floor in my studio with a guitar and some cables and guitars saying that I'm tracking guitars on the new song. I literally, Matthew, was tracking guitars about an hour before we got on here. So, um, so yeah, but the vinyl, double album, it's kind of cool too. I should mention that when you open it, we asked our fans about six months ago to send in pictures or or 
picks or anything. So it's it's a collage of all of our fans, what they sent in to us, which I think is really cool. Again, um, you know, they're kind of the reason we're we're doing all this, you know. Oh no, exactly. And it's awesome, you know, not only to um, have awesome live, you know, recording, but also to include your music, the community, the community around you, the people who support you over the years. I think it's a great combination. Me too. I'm, I'm really excited for it. And, it, and uh, we, we had a slight setback. There was a problem with the test press that, that was one of the songs was skipping. So as opposed to pressing up thousands of, of flawed uh, vinyl. Um, so they caught that, uh, but uh, for people have, who have pre-ordered it, that might be listening to this, uh, hang tight. It's it's going to come. Promise. Oh, no, for sure. Also, good to have quality control. Obviously, with song skipping, bad thing. So quality right. control, even if it sets it back a little bit, it, it will be worth it. Right on. And I will leave a link for the store in the description of this podcast. Well, if anyone's interested, make sure to get that pre-order in. So I'm curious for you, um, you know, you know, obviously the new album, you know, live album coming out on vinyl, but how do you like listen to music, CD, vinyl, digital, like which one do you prefer? Well, that's, that, that's an interesting question because I, uh, I asked for a, um, a, a decent uh, turntable um, and didn't get it for Christmas this year. Uh, I, I got other stuff that I actually needed more for my uh, actual job. So, uh, so it's, it's all good, but, um, it's funny cause someone bought me a, a couple of vinyls this year. Cause they, I think that there was a time when people in my family thought I might be getting it. Uh, I have a pretty great vinyl collection because of my father. He, you know, I discovered his vinyl collection when I was a kid and I've talked about this in interviews before, but you know, I used to just sit and listen to his records and, and my favorites were Jesus Christ, superstar random, uh, and, and the rock opera and Sergeant Pepper's lonely heart club band. And, um, and those, those, you know, those, those, I still have those vinyls. I, they, I got all his vinyl and then I've got my own stuff from when I was a kid. So, um, I don't listen via vinyl. Um, to be honest with you, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty basic when it comes to that. I, 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 you know, run every day and I just put in the ear pods and put on a podcast or, uh, listen to the music. I'm usually getting mixes in for whatever projects I might be producing or writing on at any given time. So there's usually, you know, 20 minutes of, of songs I got to listen to and take notes on and send notes to my co-writers or, or artists that I'm working with or whatever. But um, yeah, man, I, um, I, I will say that I have a, a studio of, that I have great speakers and great, you know, um, gear. So I'm, I'm listening to the important stuff uh, on good gear, but not so much otherwise. I gotcha. I, I gotcha. I, well, I do hope you do get a nice turntable at some point. Uh, cause yes. it, I do like how you're talking about, um, you know, uh, vinyl from like, you know, uh, listening to your dad's vinyl. Cause that's how like, I kind of got into vinyl myself. Cause my dad has a nice, uh, you know, a vinyl collection. I, you know, I got into like ACDC, Black Sabbath, you know, bands of that nature, uh, you know, from my dad's collection. So I, I, I really appreciate it and can really connect with that. That's cool. So now I do want to, I do want to talk about, cause you mentioned a few times that I'm really excited to hear more about this. So you said you're tracking. Uh, you know, guitars, vocals, you know, putting some songs together for the Nixon. So where are you in that process? And like, how has everything been going? Man, it's going great. Like I said, one of the songs is mixed and mastered and and ready to go. And we almost, we thought about releasing it. And then we decided to release December for obvious reasons. Uh, and then um, I wrote, 
in the meantime, I wrote this other brand new song and um, I kind of just thought, whoa, I love the one that we've recorded, but I really love, really, really love this one. Um, and so, uh, so we decided we would sort of hold off releasing that one and release this one first. I'm not saying song titles, so people are probably just confused as to what the hell I'm talking about. But, but suffice to say, um, one of them's done. The other one, uh, guitars, uh, my guitar part's done. Um, the drums are done. I'll wait till Ricky and Jesse get me their guitar and bass parts, and then I'll I'll cut a final vocal on it, and then we'll have our guy mas mix and master it. And um, I, you know, I would think hopefully from I don't know when this will air, but some point in the first quarter of this year, 2024, I would, I would, we're going to have music out. I'm just going to go ahead and say that whatever I got to do to make that happen. So yeah, again, follow us on social media and, and, um, and you know, we'll, we'll be making announcements soon. Well, right on. I'm really happy to hear you guys got some new music in the works. Now, can you give any like, you know, uh, details or like what people can expect from the new set of music from the next ones? Well, one of them is interesting. It's it's about some murders that happened, a murder that happened when I was a kid in, in the, my small, the small town I grew up in, Ada, Oklahoma. Uh, and so it's, it's, it was the subject of a, a John Grisham book and show. It was called Innocent Man. Someone was wrongly accused, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so it's kind of about that. So kind of murder rock a little bit. <laughs> um, and then the other one, I can, I can't say anything uh, lyrically just because, just because, uh, but I will say that I'm the reason I'm excited about it is for, for hardcore fans, songs like Wire, um, a song called Leave, which is a real big fan favorite. This song is sort of cut from that cloth. Um, when I say that, it's 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 the very it's the same spirit of those songs, but also even down to the fundamental idea of me starting it on guitar. I start leave and then the band kicks in, and this is another one of those. And when I came up with it, I thought, oh, I haven't done one of these in 20 years. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I, I was, I'm super excited about it. Uh, and then um, the cheesy thing I'll say is that I, I think my voice is better, is, is as good as it's ever been. Because when we reunited, I remember, you know, coming up to my, you know, sort of studio and, and, and picking up a guitar and starting to relearn all these songs I hadn't played in 15, 16 years. And the next day I couldn't talk. I had lost my voice because I'm trying to. Sing. So I, I, wore, I, I warm up my voice every night and I run through the set every night. I've got some acoustic shows coming up. So I'll, I'll have um, 90 minute shows of just me talking and singing. So when I say my voice is better, I'm not tooting a horn. I'm just saying I have been working at it. Working at it in my 20s was staying up till seven o'clock in the morning on the tour bus, drinking too much, and then not warming my voice up and screaming every night. So um, just for obvious reasons, I'm I'm excited uh, for, pe for people to hear these new songs and, and really proud of what we've released. You know, not just December, but we released an EP called Kaleidoscope with a single by the same name and and another one before that called Sonic Boom. And I and the fans have said it, too. They're like, wow, you guys sound better than ever. And um, and, and I, I would agree, you know, it. John, my drummer, is the drummer for Seether, so he's never lost his chops. Uh, so I think we are, you know, as as I think we're hitting on all cylinders as a band, um, which is a funny thing to say for a bunch of guys in their fifties. But it but it also shows that I obviously you really take care of your voice now, you know, um, you know better than when you know when you first started with that. But now you're really taking care of yourself, and you guys definitely are. I, all the music you guys released since regrouping uh, has been a, uh, it's just been very solid and I just been really digging it. And I definitely agree. Like you've been putting out some pumping out some really great music. 
Thank you, man. I, re I really appreciate that. And we're proud of it. <clears throat> for sure. So I'm curious, like for you guys, when you're writing music, obviously you guys live in, you know, different parts, you know, different parts of the country and all that. So like, how is it, you know, um, writing music now compared to back, you know, 20, 25 years ago? Well, you know, the, the, there's good and bad, right? The bad is that it was a blast to hang out in my twenties and go to the rehearsal space and Jesse's playing a riff over there on guitar and, you know, John's playing a beat. And I'm like, Hey, keep doing that. And I st start playing the guitar. I, I remember walking in with the riff for the song I just mentioned called wire this, you know, pretty simple riff. I'm not really a riff guy, but, um, uh, there's something beautiful about that, right? A rock band just just jamming in the room. Ricky's in Utah. John's in Oklahoma City. Jesse's in Oklahoma City. I am in Nashville. Uh, and so we can't do that. We we don't really do that anymore. We did get together and do some pre-production all together in Oklahoma City before we released the EPs. But um, for this new music, I mean, it was a very simple process. I have a thread with, uh, with my bandmates and I sent them... Um, just me playing guitar <clears throat> to a click um, for these two songs. The guys text back, love it. Um, I think this the tempo should be a little faster on this one, Zach. Or can you redo it? I replayed it. Um, Jesse, I think, said something you know on one of them. Maybe a guitar solo here. Then we got back the first rough mix, and we were like, well, the guitar solo sort of. So we are doing that. What we did back in the day, just via Dropbox. <laughs> you know, or, 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 or whatever. So, um, yeah, good and bad. I mean, it's, 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 there's nothing like writing a song in the room with a person, but me sending the stuff across the, 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 um, the, you know, the ethernet, uh, it works. So, um, yeah, we're able to do it, which is, that's the good news. Oh, no, exactly. Um, your process is still fundamentals are still there. It's just the, the space between you guys have gotten uh, just a lot larger across the country. Exactly. So, I do got just a few more things that we'll talk about, uh, you know, what 2024 has uh, in store for 20, for the Nixons. But I'm, I'm curious for you, as I said, you've, uh, you know, and as you have said before, uh, you've written and produced music for a lot of, a lot of artists, you know, country, pop, rock, and uh, all different styles. So, like, I'm curious for you, do you approach, like, um, writing or producing music with somebody different from, like, your own solo material or the Nixons? Hmm. Well... You know, listen, I've been lucky enough to be in the room with, you know, Keith Urban. We had a hit song with Carrie Underwood. And you obviously, you know, you you obviously, there are some rails you have to stay between when you're working with an artist. You know, you know, we, I know that, that, you know, certain artists don't want to sing about picking up chicks because they've been happily married for 25. You know what I mean? There's just certain things. And with the Nixons, not that I'm writing songs with the Knicks about picking up chicks. I've been happily married too for 25 years. So, but, um, but the interesting thing about that, your question is that, you know, I do treat my songwriting as a job. I do, you know, I, I really do. I get up every day. I, I try to make sure I've got some ideas flowing. I prep with um, my co-writers. If we've got a big artist the next day um, over COVID, we did a lot of zoom writing. Um, I wrote, you know, what ended up turning into a number one song with Shine Down on a Zoom session. So uh, so I take that part of it very seriously. I take the Nixon seriously too, but um, you know, there are certain things 
that I can write about with the Nixons. I'm not writing a song about a murder that happened in Ada, Oklahoma, and thinking Tim McGraw is going to cut it. That's just probably not going to happen, you know. But but it gives. I think the the cool thing for me is it gives me a great creative outlet to just something pops into my head and I want to write a song about it. I do. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's 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 actually. I think a blessing and probably better for my actual job of songwriting, you know, that I get to sort of, you know, think outside the box a little bit, you know, from time to time. And um, yeah, so it's, it's actually kind of best of all worlds, to be honest with you. Oh, no, for sure. I think definitely, um, you know, working with other people and, and, you know, different artists probably, you know, improve, you know, either your mindset or like uh, your skills to songwrite, you know, for your own personal, you know, solo or the Nixons as well. Totally. Absolutely. But I'm curious, is there anything you picked up, like working with other artists? They're like, man, I should probably, I, I might want to try this, uh, you know, for my own stuff. Absolutely. I, I mean, honestly, too too many to, to even to think about. Um, but yeah, I mean, you pick something up all the time, you know, oh, that's a cool trick. Oh, yeah, you could, let's do this na-na-na part over the outro while, you know, you know, so yeah, every day. And I just finished producing a record uh, down on Music Row with a rock band and you know that you learn a, a bunch of stuff you know you get a singer a great singer in the in a vocal booth and you know you give them ideas and they say yeah but what if we did th did it this way and that's that's the constant th that's the constant uh joy of what I get to do which is create and collaborate with other people including my Nixon's bandmates so um yeah I learn something every every time you know every time I write I should also say I teach a songwriting class at Oklahoma State University via Zoom uh, and a couple in-persons per semester. And I'll say since I've been doing that for the last two years now, I've learned a lot from that. You know, you, you, when you go, you know, we'll, we'll do a, one lesson will be about writing songs for TV and film, right? Um, it's called Sync. And, uh, you know, when I go and study this Goo Goo Dolls song, Iris was written for a movie, um, about angels, you know, and, and, and this, this song was written specifically for this, or this song wasn't written specifically for anything, but the filmmakers made use of it in this way. So, you know what I mean? Like when, when I'm studying to put together a lesson plan, um, you learn something, you, it's inevitable, you know, you, and I, and I love that. And, you know, just hearing how certain songs were written and I've, I've studied a lot of uh, Bernie Taupin and Elton John, their partnership, and uh, and you know the fact that Elton never really wrote any lyrics, only music, and Bernie wrote all lyrics and no music. And again, I'm I'm rambling a little bit, but I find all that to be fascinating. And you learn a lot teaching a class. You learn a lot writing songs, producing records. Um, yeah. So every day. Oh no, for sure. I really like you know what you said, and kind of similar for me because I just started going back to school this month. Um, you know, for, to finish my degree. And what what I really like is like one of my classes, like a heavy like research class and you know about different world topics, but it's just so cool. Like I'm always fascinated to like learn, you know, new things, even if it's not like a relevant topic to like what I'm doing right now, like my music podcast, but like it's always cool to like learn and just expand your horizons, you know, through research. Absolutely. Where do you go to school? I'm doing online SNHU. Right on. Well, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited to you know I'm I'm studying for communications and I've like definitely like started picking up just even like with you know emails and stuff like that I'm just trying to write better as well and it's really really helping me. Awesome man. 
So now uh, I do got to close that interview here in a little bit. So I do want to talk about, so like, I'm really excited. Like what is 2024 looking like for the Nixons? Well, first of all, 2024 um, will be, we'll start with some solo shows. Uh, again, you can follow me. Actually, my website is zachmalloy.com, plain and simple. Um, and uh, you can see announcements for new music and shows that I'm doing, et cetera. Um, the Nixons, like I said, the thread has been lighting up every day about these new songs and hey, just put the drums in the Dropbox. Okay, hey guys, just finished my Zach rhythm parts. So right now we're pretty hyper-focused on getting some new music recorded. We also did a cover song that we've got also mixed and mastered, uh, a Who song called The Seeker uh, that uh, is a fan favorite that we've closed sets out with for, for many years. We did a studio version of that. Um, so it, that's in addition to the two new songs I've been talking about. I sort of forgot about The Seeker, that it's sitting there too. We didn't want to release a re-recorded version of December and then a cover song. So we're holding off on the cover until we get a couple originals back out there. So to answer your question, no gigs booked as of right now. We've been, we're getting offers for a couple festivals. Um, and then, you know, ears are always open. Um, we, you know, we were up for a couple of tours that are, you know, what you would think 90s bands that put together a package and, and it just didn't work out either because John was out with Seether. His schedule with Seether definitely lim limits a, a lot of what we can do, but no big announcements for live shows, but definitely got some new music coming that we're super excited about and um, just stay tuned. Oh, no, for sure. I know you guys got great things in the works, not only for new music, uh, and definitely uh, I hope to see you live at some point because I know it's going to be an awesome time. But, Zach, thank you so much for stopping by Super Cool Radio. I got one question, close this out, a little bit of a fun question before we wrap this up. Uh, so for you, I'm curious for you, do you have a favorite song, Nixon's song, to perform live? Okay. Um, well, I'm going to kind of cheat and say that... Uh, Playing Kaleidoscope, which is a brand new song, and another song called Crutch that are the new, quote, new songs that we added to the set list. That is a blast because it's stuff that you can see on people's faces that they're, that, you know, they've never heard these songs. Or, well, they've heard the recording, but they haven't heard them live. We also, we also released Kaleidoscope live as a single before December. So um, those are a blast. I mean, I got to say, the, <laughs> the cheesy answer, you know, Sister is, it is actually fun to play because, you know, it's acoustic and there are parts where we I dig into the acoustic. I'm acoustic. The rest of the guys are. Um, but it's it's just a. I think it's a w w really well put together song. The builds, some hits that John and I hit together. Um, and just the fact that, you know, it's typically, you know, everyone singing along. Um, so I kind of cheated and gave, gave you a couple. Um, but uh, to be honest with you. The other thing I should say is that there are a lot of songs that are fun for us to play because they're super high energy and intense. So, you know, I, I kind of surprised myself when we got back and did the, those first couple of reunion shows in 2018. Um, I was like, wow, this is fun. You know, this is this is fun. Not that my day job isn't a blast. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed and lucky to make music for a living, but um but yeah, it's a it's a fun set to to do. And by the way, pretty tiring. I'm usually drenched in sweat at the end of the show. Um, so um, yeah, just out there rocking out. And that's how it should be. Should be rocking out, having fun. Right on, Matthew. But Zach, thank you so much for stopping by Super Cool Radio. As I said, I'll leave some links for the Nixons in the description of this podcast. Please check out and support them. Stay tuned. They got some great things in the works, like new music, 
So make sure to give them a follow as well. Zach, thank you so much. Thank you, Matthew. Enjoyed it. I appreciate you doing it. Of course, for Zach Malloy of the Nixons, I'm your host always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty.